I don't even want to talk about how many years ago we met because we'll both feel old and that is not what we're here to do on this podcast. It's not what this is about. <laughs> I love that we can share y'all's age up in here. Let's no, we are not yeah. sharing our ages up in here. My business hashtag more than graphics is a lifestyle mantra turned podcast. Hi, I'm Danielle, a graphic designer, owner of Octane Design Studios, wife and mom of three. The MTG podcast is a virtual space for hard truth telling and life chronicles surrounding women and men in the tech and creative industries. Tune in as myself, Cicely and Brittany put it all on the table, sharing authentic life truths as we sustain and empower each other in search of our tribe. We're more than a designer. We're more than our name badge. We're more than the work we produce. Welcome to the MTG Podcast, because life is more than graphics. Welcome, everybody, to the MTG Podcast. Um, I'm Danielle. And I'm Brittany. And it's just the two of us today. Um, We have Cicely and Spirit with us. Hey, Um, Cicely. Absolutely, girl. Hey. Um, But we definitely have us two holding it down today. I'm pretty excited because this month celebrates a lot of different things. One, we have um, Amateur Radio Month, Autism Awareness Month, obviously. That's a really big one. And then there's all kinds of like Mental Health Awareness Month. There's so many different themes for this month. I feel like it's the whatever we couldn't fit in all the other months. Month. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what this, um, we're celebrating all the things this month, but this episode is particularly special just because um, we're focusing on the theme of plan. So um, we've got a lot of different things to talk about on plan, but in general, um, I wanted to talk about things that we can do to make ourselves better in those, in those planning stages and what we can do to get ourselves kind of unstuck when we're in the process of planning. So um, to kind of really kick it in gear for the second quarter, we decided to bring our very first male guest on the show, which is our beloved dear friend, um, Leif Taylor. Hi, Leif. Hello, hello. Welcome. You really brought me on here because it's April Fool's and it's like my full <laughs> slot. I got you. I understand. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is not a drill. You are the guest. <laughs> Make it sure. Right. This is not a joke. This is not a Game of Thrones like moment. <gasps> Did someone say Game of Thrones? Oh my goodness. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hashtag Team Stark. Yes. Speaking of that April Fool's joke, that was hilarious, by the way. Um, <laughs> Did anyone watch that? Um, that was on what? Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon? Oh, uh, I saw that today with Aria. <laughs> April Fool's. I'm like, girl, you give everyone a heart attack in like a uh, one million mile radius. That was just. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, um, going back to plan. Leif, what's up? How you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. I'm alive. I'm blessed. I'm good. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so if you guys don't know who Leif is, what I love about this particular bio is that it really is actually Leif's affirmation speech that he tells himself every single day. 
let that be an example to everyone in listening range of this. Um, I think that is super cool, and I'm totally adapting this into my personal life. Leif is a dope illustrator. He's a compelling storyteller. He's a beckoning voice for his people. He's a high-performing entrepreneur, a great husband, a father, a world-traveling speaker, a social influencer, a good steward of wealth, and a humble and upright man before God. Y'all, for real, every single day. Can I just that <laughs> I don't know if you want to say the same exact one <laughs> <laughs> there's some pronouns we might have to <laughs> I personally like I said uh, I love I love life for uh, several different reasons one because he's a crazy driven entrepreneur um, two because he's quirky nerdy like me and it's, ma- it's amazing to be a blurred in 2019 and I also particularly love life because he's been such a mentor personally to myself and guiding me in areas where I personally get stuck. So um, I think that's one of my first questions for you, Life, is, you know, what's your why and like kind of what pushes you through moments when you had a lack of planning? Okay. Uh, so I guess my why for those particular moments is of course my family first and foremost, uh, I have a wife and two children, uh, and I'm the sole provider for my household. So that that helps me get out of my rut very fairly quickly. Uh, so I don't just sit in you know the the woe is me areas because of course there's always ups and downs, especially being an entrepreneur, being a startup, uh, doing startup life. Um, so very early on, that was always one of the reasons why for me. And then also uh, the bigger picture for me, of course, like I said, I want to be a voice for my people. Uh, When I look at categorically uh, across the board, especially in the United States, uh, black people have had a a lot of a hard time uh, just to call it, say it lightly. Right. So I think about uh, things that I need to do for for people that don't have a voice because there's a lot of voiceless people out there. So that that helps me keep it moving, keep going forward. And also just, you know, faith and just knowing that that, that stuff happens over time, right? And not trying to rush the process. That's one of the things that, that helped me really focus in on like, okay, you're not where you want to be now, but if you just keep going, you know, I talk about consistency quite a bit. If you mm-hmm. stay consistent, then you will reach the, the end goal of what you're trying for. And also something I was thinking about earlier today is that every state that you're in, no matter what that state is, is temporary. So just look at it like that. And this is, it's not going to last always. So, you know, embrace the suck as Marine said, <laughs> embrace the suck, just knowing it's going to suck and actually it'll just help toughen you. And so the next time the suck comes around, it's a welcome friend in a sense. So, Absolutely. What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger, right? Yeah. It, it depends on your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your perspective, because some stuff can, if you don't have the right perspective, it'll wipe you out and you'll wish you were dead. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this is no joke. I think I've been in very similar places. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I think every single person listening can probably relate to that too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. Leif, I was so excited that you were our guest this month, especially for the topic of plan, because there's, there's just so much that I feel like you do that you do well and you still stay humble while you do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so I actually had trouble narrowing it down to just like two or three questions to ask you, uh, but we do have a time limit. So I managed to 
kind of whittle down all my questions, um, is what advice do you have on planning your calendar around all the things? Because you are a person who seems like you always have your hands in so many different projects at the same time. Um, so how do you manage to feel balanced and plan a calendar that lets you have like that work-life balance? Uh it's actually not as balanced as it seems. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, and the way I do that is I, I literally stack my calendar with a lot of different things. And then I just reprioritize the day, right? So I'll have a litany, like a, a long list of things that I want to get done because I have so much that I want to do, right? You know, it's like all of these things that I have in my head. But every day, like when I wake up, uh, I go over my, my plans for the day, right? And I do this mentally. It's not like I get up and get in front of my, you know, computer and just, you know, sometimes I do, but, but most days I just think about all the things that I need to accomplish for the day. And then I think about the things that, that will bring me the most satisfaction and the most joy if I accomplish those. And so, so my plan, you know, I have all of these things, you know, splattered on the wall, so to speak. And then I just go through, it's like, okay, what, is, what are the most important things that I need to accomplish today? And so I just go through that list and then I just check them off. I, I have a to-do list. And the hard part for me with to-do lists is I only check them off like maybe a couple of weeks later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I already did that. I already did that. Uh, but again, it's just rehearsing everything that I want to do. And, and also just in terms of the plans uh, aspect of it, I think about where my end goal is. What is the, the most important thing? What's really going to help me hit that end goal? And that's what I focus on for that day. And I do that daily. I do that every day. Nice. So that actually makes me feel a lot better because I do something very similar to what you just said. But I like that you're kind of breaking things down into smaller pieces oh, and yeah. kind of just, yeah, taking it one day at a time. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not guaranteed, you know, God forbid that I'm not here tomorrow, but it's not guaranteed that yeah. I'm tomorrow. So today I just, you know, just try to, you know, live, live in my best life, so to speak, and just make sure that I accomplish the, the set goals for the day. And, of course, if I do have a deadline, those tend to take top priority, but my deadlines are usually based around my own, what I want to do. So, What brings you joy and what makes you happy? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Always bring it in Marie Kondo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing. I'm all for it. Okay, so I guess that's um, really leading into my question as far as like um, going into business coaching because that's like a really big part of planning, right? Yep. Um, do you suggest that to people who are like 20, wanting to do, um, you know, plan for themselves better or plan their businesses better? Do you highly suggest that business coaching be something that everyone should do or try? Do you, do you personally do that or do you encourage other people to do that? Uh, you mean in terms of get a mentor or yeah. coach other people? Yeah, I so yeah, brand coaching or or mentoring both in the same. Yeah, so so in terms of uh, mentoring, like I I had a mentor. Uh, I was an impromptu type mentor. Um, you know, he helped myself and uh, Lamar, uh, my business partner, in in a lot of endeavors. Uh, he helped us really. He was the one that started instigating like planning for us. Right, you know, mm -hmm. we would do plans. They would be very loose. Uh, you know, which which actually was effective for us, but he would be like, no, you need to really strategize and map these things out. And, you know, because that's actually what he does. Uh, John Allen, shout out to John Allen. 
big fluffy Santa Claus type guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he actually does like lean uh, consulting for manufacturing companies. And we would have like tons of sessions with him, uh, you know, and he would just go through like, okay, this is what you need to think about. You know, of course we hated doing it because that stuff takes time and I'm, you know, we're all about execution and those kinds of things. But sometimes the execution is the plan because mm-hmm. it can help you save a lot of time. You know, if you plan early and then execute on the plan, then you save yourself a lot of time uh, correcting errors. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I definitely recommend people, you know, get a mentor, uh, get, get a coach in terms of, uh, you know, because it, sometimes it's good to have like a source that you can bounce information off of. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's my wife, <laughs> you know, but really beneficial for you to, to take time out uh, to, to map. What do you want to do? Like when I coach people, uh, you know this personally, I always ask what the end goal is. And then I work backwards from that because a lot of times we think a certain direction is the way we need to go, but is leading us further away from the end goal than it is closer. Uh, so it's always good to rehearse what the goal is and then also leave an open mind as to how to get there. Because sometimes we're so dead set on a path and it might not be the correct path. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, actually it does. And that's one of the reasons why one, I love having you on the show because these are things that you kind of already talk about a little bit through two shy guys you can yeah. go out there that you already kind of talk about in the learning how to plan better, um, putting out personal goals for yourself, making sure your personal goals align with who you are and where you want to go working backwards from the goal. These are all great steps that I know you have and I have already kind of shared with other entrepreneurs on how to hone in on what success is for them. And that's different from every, you know, from to each person. You know, I was going to ask you too about something that you already kind of touched on this in your previous answer, but we can kind of dive a little bit deeper into it as well. Um, So a conversation I've had with a lot of creatives and entrepreneurs over the past week is we're kind of in school or whatever. We're taught that your plan for your career is is sort of this linear path, like it's getting from point A to point B. And that is almost never the experience that we have as creatives or as entrepreneurs. Um, So I would love to hear about a time that your path ended up being something completely different from what you had originally planned? Man, um, see a time, man, there's so many times. It's like, it's part of the plan, but it wasn't part of the steps. So for example, I I usually give this one, I'll try to keep it as extremely short as possible. Um, So when we went to California, as myself and Lamar, when we first were venturing out into the whole uh, Bitcoin space, we, we, list, we literally wrote down a list of people that we wanted to meet, that we wanted to connect with. And we, we wrote down, it, literally, when I say a list, that's all it was. It wasn't anything elaborate. It was like we had a board. We had a whiteboard in our office. And we just wrote down, okay, we want to meet this person. We want to, you know, connect with these people. And literally, we didn't know how we were going to do it. We had no connections in California. Like, I mean, zero connections. We, you know, we, we hadn't really visited there before. So we just showed up and everything literally just started falling into place because we went into one location. when We were in downtown San Francisco. Uh, they were actually telling us to leave, 
but we were able to like talk, you know, you know, you got to have the gift of gab if you want to be an entrepreneur. So we were able to convince them it was a workspace called Rocket Space. It was in downtown San Francisco. We were able to convince them to let us stay there for the for the afternoon. Right. So we convinced them to let us stay there for the afternoon. And then, you know, we were like, OK, we only have so much time here. Let's go ahead. And we just started hitting our Rolodex of all the people in Kentucky, if they knew anybody in, in California. And the, the oddest thing happened was a guy walked down the steps inside of Rocket Space and we had met him one time in Lexington. We met him randomly one time in Lexington at a bar. And I just was looking at the guy because I couldn't, I couldn't even really remember what he looked like. And I was like, man, it looks like this dude named Ron that, that we met. You know, it's like, nah, that's not him. Because at first, Lamar was like, why is this dude looking at me? He was just on the phone. He was just staring in the direction. He wasn't even really paying attention to us. I was like, man, I think that's him. And then so I, I get on uh, like Facebook and I try to look up his name because at first I had to remember his name. And then I looked him up. It's like, man, that's that dude. So, so he actually left. So I sent him a message. I'm like, Ron, were you just downstairs in Rocket Space, blah, blah, blah? And he was like, yeah. So, so what's funny is he came down the steps and he was like, hey, by the way, I just happened to have my developers left for the week. And I just happened to have two desk space upstairs. And you guys can have it for the rest no. of the world. Oh, wow. Dead serious. And so it, it's like, so that was one of the times, actually that whole trip, like I, like one of our first business ventures into uh, California, mm-hmm. uh, it, it actually worked out. It, it wasn't planned. We just knew what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, because again, like the reason why we were there to begin with was we got invited out by um, Mozilla uh, yeah. to, you know, they invited like, 25 developers in the United States, again, having the gift of gab, I was, you know, able to convince them to, to, to add an extra one on because I was on the list and Lamar wasn't. So I got him on the list as well. So we were able to get free tickets to California because we were like dead broke at the time. Wow. Uh, yeah, we were like, like super broke at the time uh, because... Yeah, because, you know, we were uh, had spent so much time in the Bitcoin space that we hadn't really focused on our core business that was paying our bills. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so we were like, man, how are we going to, you know, we, our goal was to go spend a month in California. Like, how are we going to do that? And then all of these things just started working out because we just kept saying it over and over. And out of the blue, we got an email from Mozilla. I thought it was spam and a joke, you know, like <laughs> You know, I'm a Nigerian prince. Can you send me some money kind of things? <laughs> so, so I verified who they were. They sent us out there. And then we were able to change our plane ticket and return because it was like a, a weekend thing that they invited us to. But we were able to change our, our ticket on return to where we were able to stay for a month. Uh, thank, thank, you know, for a friend, he actually set that up. And through that trip, we were able to meet Dr. Dre, uh, Gary. What? F. Gary Gray, we met uh, Jimmy Iovine, Uh, we met a variety of, like, CEOs, and literally it was, like, we, from the whiteboard, we had, like, no step-by-step plan, but all of these things just started working out in our favor because we just had a a dead-set belief that we were going to accomplish these goals. We didn't know how we were going to do it, but we knew we had to be there to do it, so we just went and it just, you know, worked its way out. Thank you God. trusted. You trusted the process. Yeah, seriously. That is incredible. You know, there's no safety nets in this thing. So it's like, you know, we just believe that it will work. And and ironically, I 
I personally, we, we do this all the time. Like I'll, I'll go places without even having a ticket, believing I'll get in for free. And I typically do. So. Wow. I like this English status now. Can I put you on like at least the B list? Like can we like, <laughs> can I put you on the B list? On the B list. Uh, you can put me on any list you want to. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am literally like as we're chatting I am literally taking notes what advice do you have on planning your calendar around all the things and how do you manage time so that you feel balanced uh, one is is again figuring out the, the what first right figure out the what and figure out the why of the what right and then so from there you literally just start just, just working your way backwards. There, there are plenty of tools out there. There are plenty of books that you can uh, get that talk about these things. Um, one of the uh, books I've been listening to as of late, I uh, really like is Brendan Bouchard's uh, uh, like Habits of Highly uh, Motive. No, Highly. Okay. I still like I'm great to look it up. Like yeah, High Performance Habits. High Performance Habits. There we go. Okay. Yeah, because I, I suck with, with words like that. So it's high performance habits. And, and like they, he has like breakdown, he has free tools uh, that you can utilize in, in terms of planning your calendar, in terms of figuring out what it is you want to do, how to cut through the bull, so to speak. Um, so there are all kinds of tools online. I'd advise anybody to do that. Um, make, make a list, though. You have to get this stuff written down. If you don't have it written down, then it's just a, a pipe dream. Uh, because not one thing that you have to realize is that in order to accomplish like big tasks, you have to have other people on board with you. And so if you don't have these things written down or, or in a, a form to where other people can consume it in terms of seeing what the goals are, understanding the goals, it's just like having a business plan. I'm not a big business plan writer. However, I believe that you should have a plan in place. Uh, so everybody on your team can be on board with you. Uh, because the last thing you want to do is have all of this information in your head and you need people to follow you or to help you out and they don't have access to that information. So again, figuring out the what, understanding the why, and then start mapping backwards on how to get there. And, and really, the, the one thing I'll, I'll use Seth Godin's words is the fact that if you want to be anything nowadays, most of the stuff has already been formulated. So you just yeah. follow the plans that are out there. You find the plans and just follow them, like literally just follow the plans and execute them. And, and that's really where people fall short is on the execution standpoint of things is they don't the consistency. I always say consistency, being consistent with it and then following through on what you need to do. Of course, there, you'll have to tweak some things, you know, because, you know, there are always variables in life that affect people differently. But uh, again, those, those plans are available for anybody. You want to make money, then you figure out what industry you want to make money in and there's blueprints for you. Uh, you just follow those blueprints. And, and again, if you know, sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, you follow unconventional paths, but for, for everything else, there's pretty much a blueprint for it. If that's what you really want to do. Yeah. We talked a little bit about that with our last guest. Um, Stephanie Nelson with Nelson Legacy Enterprises. And she talked about a lot how entrepreneurship is such, so much of a zigzag, but the fact that she used the word legacy in her t business name 
um, Nelson Legacy Enterprises yep. because of the legacy, the blueprint that was laid before her um, from generations before from being entrepreneurs. So I feel like I can really relate to, to that path. And like you said, the blueprint's kind of already been laid. We just have to be consistent to stay and plan accordingly so that we can stay on the, stay on the path. <laughs> um, I think we were like, susceptible to like easily wandering from the path. I think that's like what makes it so yeah. good. And again, it's easy to do, especially as a creative, uh, being a creative and an entrepreneur on top of that, is there are a lot of flashy and shiny things out there, right? You know, and but you have to make sure that you that you focus on, you know, having the discipline to, to cut yourself off from certain shiny things. You know, they may be things that you can do, but they may not be things that you should do, right? And so uh, just to use the words of my mentor, he'd be like, okay, there's a lot of things that you can accomplish, he said, but what should you be doing? And mm-hmm. then that's why you go back to your why. It's like, okay, I should be focused on this because this will help me get to my end goal. Um, other things just literally just take you away from your goals. Uh, so you have to keep in mind what, what is the main thing that you need to be focused on, and those will help dictate your plan and help let – it'll help you eliminate a lot of things that you need to say no to. And that's probably the hardest part from a creative standpoint as well from a planning standpoint is getting a no in your spirit, so to speak, to where you can be like, well, I can't do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. I remember when we ventured into Bitcoin specifically and ventured into like, okay, we want to start building products and and less on service. Then I, I, I was literally, I had to withdraw from like all the boards I was on because they were just taking away too much of my time. So I just had to back away from it. Right. Um, and, and really just refocus my energy and my effort. Yeah. That's a big one. I completely relate to that. Yeah. I think as entrepreneurs, but especially as creatives, that's so relatable. Um, and you know, it's hard to plan sometimes at, as an entrepreneur, but especially as a creative entrepreneur, um, do you have a, is there a certain method to your madness? Do you plan out different themes and ideas that you want to execute within a certain time frame, Or do you plan for more spontaneity so that you can be more creative when the mood strikes you? What is your approach? Yeah, so recently, like, um, again, I, I talked to a variety of different people. And, and in, in the planning phase, it's good to have a lot of people that you connect with, right? Uh, because you have, I have different accountability partners, so they help me stick to my plan. Because again, I don't want to let those people down. Um, so one of the things that I do is like I have a, a hard set plan. Uh, so for example, I put this out there so to put pressure back on me is at the end of this month, I want to have a book written and illustrated. So that's a plan that I have. Yeah. And I've never written a book before, but just because I wanted to make myself do it because I don't like to write in particularly, uh, I set that hard plan. And then I have a weekly plan that I have that I set is like, okay, on Wednesdays and and Fridays, I have to have an illustration done uh, to be posted. And this is aside from any work that I get or whatever. This is this is something that I have to do for me. Uh, because I have an end goal in mind with that. I have an end goal in mind with having a set plan for a book, all of these different things. Uh, so, so on the one hand, it is spontaneity, but, but I've actually getting to the point where I'm abandoning the spontaneity standpoint of it and putting some hard things in place. Like, okay, 
this is what I'm going to do on this day. I have to get it done. Uh, you know, like I said, if, if I don't get it done by, by 10, then it'll be done by 5 a.m. because I won't go to sleep until it gets done. So it's those kinds of things that, that, I, that I personally have to put in place because, you know, if you have goals that, you know, especially that, that you haven't accomplished before, which is why they're goals, then you have to create new skill sets that you currently don't have. And one of and part of that skill set for me, especially uh, in terms of my daily routine, is because I've, I've gotten back into illustrating more and more lately. Is the fact that I need to make sure that I can illustrate on the spot whenever. So I draw every day. I make sure that that's part of my regimen. I make sure that's part of my plan. I make sure that that's something that I do before my eyes close, regardless of how late it is, regardless of how tired I feel. I make sure that I do that. So I have to force myself to do those things until it becomes such a habit. It's, it's kind of getting there now until it becomes such a habit to where it's a no brainer. But in, going back to the original question, it's more planned than it is spontaneous, but there's some spontaneity within the plan. That makes sense. So you're planning to be spontaneous. Yeah, you, you have to have. <laughs> there's a billion things I could be drawing. There's all kinds of art that I could be doing. So, for, from a creative standpoint, I have to quit looking at the shiny things. Like, for example, uh, I want to focus on cartoons because they lend more to storytelling. Mm-hmm. But I love photorealism. But yeah. I don't like to create photorealism. I know I could sell stuff if I focused on photorealism, but again, that's not part of my end goal. So even though I look at it, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I have to, you know, because it's like, oh man, you know, I'll see something like, oh man, I, I could kill that. But no, it's not about me killing that. It's about me staying focused on the plan that I have in place so I can get to my end goal because my end goal is, is beyond books and just drawings. It's, it's, it's bigger than that. So. That is also something I'm learning to better train myself to do. Um, as a graphic designer, I want to be able to do all the things. But in real life, you can't do all the things. You have to do some one thing really, really good. Um, or a few things really, really good. And that's what I have learned to do over um, a course of time <laughs> and error. Lots of trial and error. Um, but I, I also relate so much to the idea of being able to um, plan a little bit and have a little moment where you can do something a little, you know, off, off dar, off path a little bit. And having, have similar goals. I definitely want to, my goal this quarter, which is kind of rolling into next quarter since, you know, it's the end of the quarter, <laughs> um, was to have an e-course finished and okay. I'm wrapping that up now with awesome. um, Skillshare. So that'll be available on Skillshare soon. Thank you. <laughs> I tell my husband, he's like, scared what? (laughs) Um, But it's one of those things where um, I set a goal and I made myself like every day, whether I wanted to or not, like push out this content, um, create a basic syllabus on what I want to talk about and then get it done. So it is definitely a little bit of pulling teeth, but it's it's like a good pulling teeth. You know, it's the good kind of when you work out and you know good and well, you're going to be like hurt by the end of it all. Well, it's a good hurt. (laughs) One more rep. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So I totally relate to that and that process um, as a creative. 
I can only imagine what that's like more so on the tech end because tech ends a little bit, it is a little bit more linear as far as a strict deadline or a strict time frame to which things have to be done in. Um, but I feel like all of this applies to both spectrums very easily. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually one in the same uh, because again, you know, having worked on the team, having had teams, uh, you, it, again, because there's always, you know, you got to be willing to pivot at any given point, especially if you put something out that doesn't work, you have to be, it's like, okay, you need to switch this up. Uh, we had like weekly meetings, weekly deadlines, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. But in between then there were things, you know, we, we took uh, feedback from the team, like, okay, what things should we add? What things should we take away? All of that kind of stuff. So at the end, you know, you still have a rigid plan like okay we're going to execute x y and z but within that there is you always have to have room for spontaneity because you know you don't when you make a plan you don't have all the ideas up front anyway you don't have information that's necessary so Mm. you have to be willing to you know you know conjure up something new or uh make changes on the fly so for sure for sure. I'm loving it. How does your artistry fit into the overall plan of your life as you see it currently? Okay. Currently, the way my artistry fits into my overall plan of life uh, is I want to tell compelling stories. That's why I put that in inside of my bio, right? I want to mm-hmm. tell compelling stories. I want to tell persuasive stories, uh, especially around representation and those kinds of things. So for me, it, it plays a major role uh, in terms of seeing what people engage with, understanding how people engage with content, um, and just, again, just telling the stories and what those stories are as of right now, I don't know yet. Uh, but just just perfecting the craft to the point where people can see the, the visual, understand the story that's being told, and having that emote and, you know, convey an emotion or make them become emotional. And and ultimately, I want people to act on the information that I put out. So it's it's, it's kind of there. I I have other things in mind. I have different people that I'm working with on a variety of different things. Uh, But again, it's just visual representation. Uh, If you know me, if you've seen any of my timelines or anything, I, I make sure that when I do things socially, I don't really put out any bad vibes on purpose. I make sure I don't focus on things that deter people. I'd I'd rather uplift somebody than tear them down. So my my images convey that, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where my my goal and my purpose is in terms of my artwork and how that relates to me. And also, I just get joy from doing art. Uh, And again, just giving a big shout out to my wife, uh, there were some opportunities that I passed up on that could have been pretty lucrative, but it didn't fit within my overall goal. And my wife understood it and she supported the decisions to not pursue those things. So having good partners is legit. I think we can all yes. It's everything. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you're an entrepreneur, I mean you both of you guys know this. It it made it's a world of difference because I know entrepreneurs that don't have supportive spouses and it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. bad. Even yeah. when it works, it doesn't work, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, so that stuff matters. It, I mean, that's, that's the most important thing because at the end of the day, it's your family, uh, friends, people that you care about, you know, beyond anything that we consider success, you know, financially or, you know, whether 
other people like you or not. It's mm -hmm. the people that you look at on a consistent basis that truly matter to you. So if you don't have their support or their backing, then then all this other stuff doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to build on something if if the plat foundation is is rotten or just not solid. <laughs> Period. It takes the joy out of it. It's like man. It's yeah, <laughs> completely agree. Okay, so so the next part of this session is the fun stuff. Um, so we kind of do this thing with all the guests. We ask them a flash questionnaire. You have to give a one answer response. Um, yeah. and I suck at things, by the way. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're fun. I promise. I pay too much. I pay too much. <laughs> for everybody else. I get too critical on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I promise they're small. All right. Um, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> All right, your go-to snack. See, that's what I'm talking about. I don't have. <laughs> oh come on! I know you've got. Uh, one. At least can I give a category of fruit? Okay, that fruit. That'll, I'll take it. Fruit, whatever fruit's available, that's my go-to snack. Okay. Um, favorite invention. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> People. Ooh, okay. Star Wars or Harry Potter? Uh, Star Wars all day. Nice. <laughs> Physical books or digital? Uh, depends. Uh, I'll say digital. Oh, digital. Okay. Digital. Oh, digital. Yeah. All right. If you could travel anywhere in time, where would you go and whom would you see? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably travel to when I was younger and I'd give myself some advice. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I'd go see me. Yeah. <laughs> right on it, girl. I know it's kind of an egocentric answer, but I would save myself a lot of heartaches. Right? Couldn't, yeah, that's, I feel you on that. Okay, favorite room in your house? Office. And a gift you've recently received? Uh, life. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. All right, life. That Every was day is a gift, so that's just my answer. Every day. <laughs> Every day is a gift. That's right. Guys, I really hope that you enjoyed listening to um, this episode with special guest Leif Taylor. Leif, how can people find you? Uh, find me on Facebook at Leif Taylor, Instagram at Leif Taylor, Twitter at Leif Taylor. Um, just anywhere at Leif Taylor. Uh, Leif Space is my space where I create things, so you can look me up at Leif Space as well. Yeah, just Leif Taylor. It's a different name, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's L-A-F-E, Leif. You can't miss it. Leif, thank you for your time. Thanks always for being inspirational. Keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to two shy guys and a mic, because I know that's the other half of you doing all the things. And um, thanks, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was fun. But now let's chat about upcoming events that could benefit everyone. Countdown to Thrones. So that's happening on April 14th. It is a full six-hour countdown to the final season premiere of Game of Thrones. If you are a fan of Game of Thrones, in any way, shape, or form, this is for you. Um, it is going to be six hours of content 
filled with fan interviews from across the country. We have some GOT trivia that you guys can answer in between, um, some commercial breaks. We're going to have season recaps and gifts. I mean, it's going to be hilarious. Um, we will also um, have the Iron Throne on site at Rock House Brewing, Brewery, excuse me, um, right out in the, in the Noli um, area, right off North Limestone. So if you guys are physically looking for a watch party hangout spot, um, Octane's Countdown to Thrones will have a set where you can come walk our red carpet, sit on the iron throne yourself, and take some selfies. It's hosted by myself, um, Legion News, and um, Jackie of J-Row Everything. Um, again, it's April 14th, of course, on Octane's uh, YouTube page. So that's how you can find it. We'll probably leak it a little bit on the Facebook as well, but pretty much this is all YouTube. This is, um, I love being able to take things, things that I personally enjoy and my hobbies, um, being a nerd, um, just being able to take that and fuel it into my creative abilities to do something. I think that's a great display of taking things that I love in my work and making magic with that. And that's another great way to kind of, how do you showcase your work to people? Um, and it's usually starting with yourself, you know, start with the things that you love, things that you enjoy doing and make that into something so that other people can see, well, she can do it with that. Then maybe she can do it with something else. The other event that's also happening on April 27th, there's a couple of events that are happening, but the first one I want to bring up is the Diverse City Festival. Now it's spelled it's spelled diversity. Um, uh, it's kind of a play on, obviously, diversity. It's a festival that educates, embraces, and celebrates the multitude of cultures that enrich the city of Lexington. The event is family-friendly and will consist of live entertainment, food, drinks, and opportunities to interact with other fellow community members. So this is taking place in the new um, Stevens uh, Courthouse, downtown Lexington, on April 27th. It's from 3 to 10-ish, I believe. It starts at 3 p.m., and it just kind of goes until until close. Um, but we expect this to be a pretty cool event um, that's happening. And shout-out to David at, I think, Beach House um, Cafe. And he um, has been the coordinator for this event. Um, so I want to give him proper shouts for, for putting together another great display of diversity. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not sure if I'm going to make that personally because also on the 27th <laughs> is the Six Bomb Boards Con on Avengers Day. What? If you don't know, which if you follow Octane, you'll get to know more about it. So Six Bomb Boards is a group of uh, local curated comic artists that get together and during, especially during premieres of Marvel or DC films, and they just do tons of live art. Um, so pretty much these are live art Lexington events that are happening. These are specifically happening right now at Movie Tavern. It is uh, create, It was curated by my good friend, Justin Stewart. Again, Six Bomb Boards, Avengers Day is a full day of comic creators creating and making and selling live comic art. They will have cosplayers out. Um, I will most likely be one. <laughs> Um, again, it's, it's founded by Justin Stewart, who will be a guest, who will be our second male guest on the show um, in October when we talk about doubt. 
So um, he is going to be featured, him and the whole team will be featured on Octane's blog, so you can know more information about that. But that is Saturday, April 27th at Brandon Crossing Movie Tavern. That's a wrap. Thanks ah, for listening, everybody. More episodes, guys. Oh my goodness, wasn't that amazing? Thanks for listening to the MTG Podcast. We would love your feedback on the quality of our shows. Let us know how we're doing with a comment or message on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram by following hashtag MTG the podcast. Continue to subscribe to future episodes via iTunes and Spotify and check out our complete private content filled with digital goodies just for you by being a Patreon subscriber. Until next time.